you used to call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love Call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love And I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing Hotline, September 13th, sometime in the evening. Welcome to Houndstooth Heroes. It's the slow groove edition. Let's get sexy, y'all. As always, we are joining you from the Alabama football hotbeds of Nashville, Tennessee, and Taos, New Mexico. My name is Greg Dawkins, and he is Ellis Metz, and we are the Houndstooth Heroes. We're brought to you, as always, by Druid City Brewing Company and Wild Bill's Wing Sauce. And boy, howdy, do we have some news on that front. Metzy. On a scale of, let's say, Mormon to, oh, the Harris Casino on the night of your bachelor party, how drunk are you and what have you been enjoying? Oh, Gregory pulled that out. Thank you. Uh, tonight, I'm going to say that I am a uh, Texas A&M student at Midnight Yell, which means I have consumed all of one beer and I'm ready to make some weird gestures with my pals. Yourself. Well, I am working on a bullet Ryan Blatt branch water. And drunk wise, I am galettes at 130 for a 230 kickoff. By that I mean Ooh. I'm off to a strong start, but I have a ways to go, is what I'm saying. But speaking of galettes, heroes, we have some horrible news. <sighs> That's right, heroes. Poor all of it out, frankly. Uh, it's as if Old Faithful stopped spewing over the weekend. Uh, your boys learned from our boots on the ground that the campus party story uh, store, affectionately known as CPS, is no more uh, decimated for more room for a Galette's expansion, which I think we all know was probably unnecessary to begin with. You know, it, it's line, the line of CPS was oftentimes a reunion with both people you knew and people you didn't know, still felt like a reunion. Uh, it's narrow passages were the closest thing to a scholastic book fair that I've encountered as an adult. It's security guys were like an NFL pregame introduction. All they wanted were high fives and for everybody to have a good time and not get hurt. Uh, it was really just a wonderful place. And uh, heroes, what this really means now from a logistics standpoint is it's going to require you to plan ahead. And that is certainly not our strong suit. There are other bottle shops in and around Tuscaloosa, but none so convenient. R.I.P. dear friend. Exactly. It's, speaking of RIP, pour one out for the Fresno State Bulldogs because we killed them dead 41 to 10. I'm not one here to complain about a win at all. Actually, I'm totally here to complain about a win. But it feels like one of those games where we needed our quarterback to work on what he needs to work on, meaning, as everybody knows, the deep ball. But it just didn't happen. He did what we already knew he could do, which is great, and it's fantastic that he could do that. But at some point, a good defense is going to zone in on him and force him to make plays with his arm instead of his feet. Yeah, that's exactly right. And he did do what he can do really well. Jalen, on the second play of the game, broke off that long, what I still think is a touchdown uh, run that was beautiful. But from the stat book, buckle up here because it doesn't look great. Uh, Hertz overall threw the ball 18 times. All right, follow me here because I know how numbers can be. Yeah, the maths here. Uh, two of those passes traveled more than 20 yards in the air. Seven 
of the 18 were caught behind the line of scrimmage. So I think that's almost half. Uh, and then another seven didn't go the distance that we needed at the time to pick up a first down. So uh, overall, there were 21 dropbacks. Hertz never released the ball on three of those and carried it instead and then had seven of 10 rush attempts as design runs. Uh, so what that tells me, again, seven design runs, two passes that traveled over 20 yards, uh, here's what I'm thinking. All of this has given me the idea uh, for a new business line. Throw the damn ball pins, but there's an asterisk, right? And it says something along the lines of throw the damn ball and then asterisk at a reasonable rate when the opportunity calls for it. Is that too much to ask, Gregory? No, I would wear the hell out of that T-shirt. I would too. Here we are as Alabama fans, and I think we need to throw the damn ball pin. Yet, as a, at a reasonable rate, and when the situation calls. <laughs> yeah, of I mean, let's not, get, let's not get crazy. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, with Calvin Ridley and Jerry Judy sitting right there, um, my my take is this. I, I didn't really need to win by 31. I would have taken a 20-point win if we had worked on some things. Um, and one of those things, frankly, was the offensive line. And so we can put the blame on the play calling if we want to. Uh, but if you've got an offensive line that can't block anybody, uh, they were really the culprit from keeping Jalen from being able to work on the deep ball. And it's weird because this offensive line is not new. Uh, there's been some shifting of positions from left to right, and I understand that causes some issues, but I think three of the five guys uh, started last year. So, you know, it's not like we're, you know, we're sending green guys out there to uh, try to block for a quarterback. Um, but nevertheless, uh, he was rushed to the point where, you know, if you want him to drop back and throw a pass, he didn't have time to do that. Uh, but speaking of working on some things, woo, buddy, the pass rush, that needs some work. Um, I guess with the injuries that we suffered last week, that is to be expected. Uh, but again, we were playing Fresno State, and we only recorded one sack. And you know, and I, and I keep qualifying this, and I guess it deserves qualification. Fresno did use what, if you remember the Chattanooga game last year, what Chattanooga did. Uh, Fresno threw the quick out pass all afternoon, so there wasn't a whole lot of, a lot of opportunity to two sack the quarterback. Um, but like we said last week, this was an audition similar to Cats. And I assume that that audition will continue this week. Yeah, well put. Agreed. And and speaking of auditions, there were a couple of exciting ones. Our boy Tua got in the game. Every Alabama fan's favorite player, of course, the backup quarterback. Uh, and I think for his first game experience, he did well. He threw an easy touchdown to Jerry Judy. Uh, I'm sorry, he missed through an easy touchdown to Jerry Judy. Whiffed on that one. Uh, but overall... You know, from the backup quarterback, I think he was what we expected and hoped for. There was another audition as well in one wide receiver, Robert Foster, who, uh, if you'll recall, was a Pittsburgh native and considered a longtime lock for the vaunted Pitt Panthers. What up, Petty? Our boy, listen, listener Petty, has made it known that he is one jelly Pitt fan about Robert Foster, who has largely ridden the aluminum during his entire tenure of Tuscaloosa. Uh, but he did have a showing over the weekend and, and looked fine. So uh, I guess we've got that to be excited about. Uh, yeah, no, not really. And your points on the offensive line were well taken as well. Uh, I think their most vocal critic at this point, it's safe to say, is our boy Shank, 
on Twitter. Yes. If you're have not you, following, have you followed? Yeah. How do you feel oh, about this? I am all about some shank on Twitter. I don't recall. Do you know his Twitter handle off the top of your head? I don't know it off the top of mine. Gregory, that would require research. Oh shit! All right. Well, if if you want to follow Shank on Twitter, we will uh, post it on the Twitter account at H Tooth Heroes. Um. So I, but I would recommend it. It's some solid football knowledge with some funny. Yeah, he he brings it hard. I will say, if you follow, it is uh, it'll take over a timeline, a TL. It absolutely will take over a TL. But enough about the past. Mets. Let's talk about donkeys. That's right. It's time again for the donkey of the week of the decade. Is it Tennessee related again, Ellis? You know, it could have been. It could have easily been. There were many donkeys of the decades of the week. I think is the proper nomenclature there. Uh, but when it comes down to it, the donkey of the decade of the week. It me. I'm the donkey. I'm the donkey for listener Fred. Raise the donkey. Will, it, well, no, no. Listener Fred will recall from last week's episode uh, when we were giving our picks, and I don't even know if listener Fred makes it all the way to the picks at the end. Uh, your boy, me, was quoted as saying that uh, the Clemson game would be Jarrett Stidham's breakout breakout game and burst him onto the national Heisman scene. And Gregory, I just got to say, I fell victim to it again. We've seen this year year. in and year out. This is the year. And there I was being a donkey. There Mm -hmm. you were. And, and, And as we, as we mentioned, and I guess it's relevant here, a donkey like Jared Stidham has a tail. Mm-hmm. That's and a we, good point. And we did. So I, my point is, did you see the tail as being an issue in the game? Do you think that was the problem and the reason Auburn could not emerge victorious in Death Valley? Was it the tail? I think it may have been. It seemed to throw off his throwing motion a little. There was some balance and weight distribution issues, uh, obviously, with the addition of the tail in the back. So that's got to make it hard out there. Right. It's hard out there for a donkey. So here's the thing. But we were talking about that is, yeah, I mean, year after year, they have the Heisman contender quarterback. And year after year, he's a joke. Every time. And it's, it's, I mean, it's almost, I think it doesn't get the attention that Tennessee preseason hype gets probably, uh, but I think it should because we've heard, I think we, going back to like, wasn't there a Cody Burns who was going to be a Heisman? And then I Cody know there was Cody with a K-O-D-I, Cody with a right, D-I. Yeah. I don't know how, uh, how, how is it possible that a kid named K-O-D-I does not it does not deliver the Heisman Trophy. I can't imagine. Yeah, seems, seems destined for it. Uh, yeah, and but, then there was, there, was, there was Jeremy Johnson. Was was he just bad, or was he supposed to be a Heisman too? There's no, he was bad. supposed to be a Heisman. All right. uh, he was supposed to win the Heisman right before last chance. You uh, quarterback John Franklin the third arrived on campus to win the starting job and the Heisman, neither right. of which have materialized. Right. Right. Right now you've got Stidham with a tail. And so that makes you, my friend, the donkey of the decade of <laughs> I hate this segment. It's inspiring. All right. Remember, we are brought to you by our friends at the Druid City Brewing Company and Wild Bill's Wing Sauce. If you are going to the game, tell the Boy Scouts that you're parking at Druid City and they will let you park for free. Where else in Tuscaloosa are you going to get that? The brewery, by the way, just got a gallon 
a gallon of Wild Bill sauce. So Bo and the bros are going to be grilling up some tasty meats this weekend. There's even a banner. Look for it. Ooh, and I've got to say, no lie, I actually enjoyed some Wild Bill's wing sauce tonight. I had a chicken casserole going that, you know, needed needed a kick. And Wild Bill sauce is that uh, versatile that it came in and was the perfect, perfect solution to my issue. A donkey in the kitchen. (laughs) Dang it. All right. So anyway, in case no one knew, there is a football game this weekend. We have Colorado State. Uh, It appears the Rams, they are called, coming into Tuscaloosa Saturday afternoon. Gregory, what do we know about the Rams? Do we know anything about the oh Rams. my God! I'm I'm chock full of knowledge about the um, Rams. I have so much information about the Rams. Okay, this is not a bad team. We're going to win, but this is not a bad team. Their coach is Mike Bobo, who uh, some of you geezers may remember from his days as a Georgia dog with a W. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They beat Oregon State in the first game, mighty handily, might I say, uh, but then dropped a close one to in-state rival Colorado, and Colorado is not trash either. Uh, They're certainly as good as Missouri or a Kentucky in our conference, and we've seen Kentucky hang tight with the Tide for a while. And I'm really expecting the same from Colorado State on Saturday. They primarily are a passing team. Uh, Last week they played Abilene Christian. I don't even know where that is or that that's a school, but nevertheless, that was on their schedule. But they could not break 100 yards on the ground against Abilene Wait, not Abilene Christian, Abilene State, whatever that means. Uh, the line here is a 28 in your tide's favor, but we're going to get to that in a moment. Yeah, we will. And uh, in my extensive research into the Colorado State uh, Rams, 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 Rams. Thank you. Uh, I learned their quarterback, Nick Stevens, I went to school with a Nick Stevens. He, uh, he got expelled pretty quick, quickly, and like that Nick Stevens, this Rams quarterback Nick Stevens, also dangerous and can be loud. Uh, he routinely throws for over 300 yards. He has a primary target named Michael Gallup, like the pole or the horse action, Gallup. I like that. Uh, I will say there's somewhat of a soft spot in, I think, most Tide fans' hearts for the Colorado State Rams, uh, due to, of course, Jim McElwain once taking that job. He took a bunch of Alabama guys with him, including he of Nick Saban impersonation fame, Robbie Zell, who I think is back with the university now. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Don't know why. But uh, anyway, they, you know, they did good things. They had an Alabama running back who we all loved and whose name escapes me at the moment. Uh, but anyway, you know, I don't, I don't hate a Ram. No, I don't hate a Ram. For the exact reason you, you mentioned, Jim McElwain, who's moved on to sexing sharks. But for a while there, he was the Colorado State Ram coach, and we were all big fans. But let's move away from uh, Gallup and shark sexing and talk about hating. That's right, kids. It is hate time, including our hates of the week. Of the week, of the week, of the week. And we're not even going to mention the new Taylor Swift song. Let's get this party started. All right, Mets, who you got? All right, starting off, we have in Columbia, South Carolina, the uh, the Kentucky basketballing Wildcats, I think is, is what they're known as, uh, taking on Muschamps Cox, who you hate. All right, South Carolina was my lock last week, and it came through. So I'm going to ride this cock till it lets me down. I'm going to hate the cat. It's my hate of the week. Of the week. 
that's one there. Uh, I'm actually, I'm fully on board with you. I think I'm buying into the, uh, I'm buying into the dark horse narrative that Muschamp's got going on over there. So I too say it again. You're liking the cock. Well, I'm hating the cat. (laughs) Kind of the same thing. Apparently so. (laughs) Sorry, Fred. All right. Carrying on, Gregory. All right. Uh, your Tide's next matchup is the Vanderbilt Commodores. More like Commode Ors, am I right? <laughs> I know. God, I'm hilarious. All right. Your boys will finally be reunited and check us on H2th Heroes or on Facebook for a glimpse into our shenanigans when the Tide takes on the Vanderbilt Commodores next week. And we'll talk about that in next week's podcast. But first, the Commode Ors draw Kansas State from the Big 12, I believe it is. The oldest white man in the world still is their coach by the name of Bill Snyder. And the doors, I think, are sneaky good. The line is only three and a half going the Wildcats' way. Uh, but I still think K-State is more than four points better, and I hate the doors. What about yourself? Yeah, you know, I hate to do it, but I'm going to call it the hate of the week. Son. On my hometown doors. Uh, they ha- they're coming off a good victory or- against Alabama A&M and before that beat a MTSU team that has improved significantly in recent weeks a lot of good momentum going but you know athletically they probably are even to K-State and I think you have to give all respect to the wizard that K-State has on their sidelines Uh, they will do more with that talent and probably I'm going to say beat the doors by 10 Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another intriguing matchup on this weekend's slate is Dakocho taking his bi- thank you taking his Bayou Bengals to Stark Vegas to take on the Moo. Moo has a quarterback now, whatever his name is, uh, and may not be awful. That said, still a seven-point dog at home. Uh, you know, Stark Vegas can get weird. I wish it were a Thursday night game. If it were Thursday, I think I'd be all in on taking the moo points. Hashtag moo points. Um, that said, I think LSU is going to put together a, a pretty, pretty nice little run. I think they'll come in to uh, Tuscaloosa with some good momentum. And I think they probably either push or cover here. I'm going to hate the moo. All right. Um, I still don't know what to make of LSU's Canadian offense. Um, mm-hmm. You see, they got that guy named Canada. That Canada, that was nice. Get it, get it. All right, I think uh, with an experienced quarterback and it being that godforsaken cowbell hellhole, I think Moog gets close and covers. But they're going to end up – I think LSU has too much depth. Uh, it'll be close, it'll be close, it'll be close, and then LSU will even, eventually pull away. But I don't think they cover the seven. I'm going to hate the Tiger T-I-G-A-H. All right. That's how it's spelled. Exactly. All right. Next up. I don't want to steal your glory. It's the team you've been dreaming of. Take it away. (laughs) Oh, good times, Gregory. The story I'm about to tell uh, is not going to help quell those rumors whatsoever. Uh, You're talking. Is is Fat Phil still living in your neighborhood? And how how many potlucks have you been to? (laughs) All right. All right. Stop. You know what Fat Phil does to a potluck. I still have PTSD. Uh, We're talking, of course, about 
the Vials, uh, who travel to Gainesville. They are going to play that game. Uh, it's a game, I've got to say, that used to mean something. This was kind of, uh, it was a common game day stop. It was a place where the nation turned its eyes to see what was happening in the SEC. Uh, now, the woeful Gators are seven-point faves. Gators still don't have an offense, uh, seem to have a defense, but here is kind of what helped me uh, make up my mind, and it's a it's a series of misfortunate events that I hate to share publicly, but it is what it is. Uh, so we have well-meaning friends, right? As as I shared on the podcast, listener Fred is now a grandfather. Yes. Uh, and some well-meaning. What does this have to do yes. with your friends? What did your friends do to make you wait, make Fred a grandfather? Yeah. I, <laughs> okay. So we have well-meaning friends uh, who wanted to give us a gift to welcome uh, young Tate into this world. And these friends don't care about football. They don't really care about decency or class. What I'm trying to say is they're Yankees. I know some Yankees. They sent us a baby gift uh, that included some orange clothes. And in particular, I mean, like, like orange, vol orange, inside puke, throw up of a pumpkin orange. Can't sit with it. Uh, they sent us. They sent us a onesie, orange onesie with white stripes. And so, what you do, I've learned as a parent, with clothes that you can't stand to see your child in, is you ship it off to the daycare. And then, if the child is to have some sort of accident or uh, disaster, as it more likely uh, is, uh, you, they they have clothes to put them in. So, long story short, when I came home to see my beautiful son Tate today, there he was wearing. That got awful orange. Get a divorce. What in the hell? I, well, I know. What is I going know. on in your life? Or new friends. <laughs> uh, anyhow, I think that gives you Tate's take. Right. And who am I to disagree uh, with our newest segment, Tate's Takes? So I'm hating a gator here. I think I think the Vols at least cover the seven and I think could pull it out, unfortunately. Well, I don't have a long Facebook baby story about it, but I'm going to agree with you. Um, it was at the swamp. It's yeah, it's at the swamp, or I'd be hating a gator pretty hard. Uh, I still think the vol keeps it within seven and covers. I, my friend, am a gator hater. All right, here's the pick you all came for. Your tide is a 28 point favorite this week against, as we've pointed out, a decent Colorado State team. Uh, call me crazy, and this is my opinion, but I think your Tide shows out this week and does what it needs to do to get ready for conference play. I think they had a wake-up call. I think everybody is going to be on the same page. I think they're finally going to figure out what, what the offensive line needs to do. Uh, I don't know that I don't know that we're still going to have a pass rush, but I think the Tide covers easily. And my number, my friend, is 51 American football points to 13. What about yourself? Wow, that's nice. I would like that. Uh, so I took a bunch of flack last week for saying that the tide would never cover again this season, uh, failing to point out that they covered against FSU, but I thought that was a given. Apparently there's no such thing as a given on this here show. Uh, that said, I did not plan for the line to be 28 against a team named the Rams. Uh, you know, I think, I think Bobo is a Bobo. I'll just say that right now. <laughs> um, I think Jalen. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I think Jalen, just like you said, probably shows out. I don't know. 
It feels like this is a good chance the offensive line is going to be pissed off. The offense itself wants to show what they can do. And I think the defense will be pissed off. If you watch Saturday, Jeremy Pruitt was on them the entire game, which was just glorious. Uh, I'm thinking specifically of the time where Saban went over to chew some ass and found Jeremy had already done chewed it or was in the process of chewing. That was hilarious. That was so good. So he just kind of turned around because he didn't know what to do at that point. I see you're on top of this. All right, got to (laughs) go. Yes. All right. Great. Uh, So I think you're probably right. I don't know that I see us scoring quite 51, although I like it. I'm going to put us at 38, which includes a field goal. God bless. Uh, Two... Six. All right. Fair enough. Okay. You have been listening to Hounds Tooth Heroes brought to you by Wild Bill's Wing Sauce and Druid City Brewing Company, fresh off two championships at the Alabama Beer Competition. Their wheat, I believe it was, took first in the entire state of Alabama, while their North Porter took third. So stop by and check out the brews and the wings this weekend. Remember, you can find us on the website at houndstoothheroes.com, on Twitter at h2theroes, or on Facebook with all the moms. Take us home, Betsy. All right, y'all be good. Roll Tide. That's not the fight song.